You are listening to the Sincerely Podcast. I am Sid. And I'm Beth. And today we are discussing our sincere opinions of Death on the Nile about Agatha Christie. <laughs> but before we get into our discussion, we have a huge announcement to make. I know I posted about it on the Instagram. We got a couple messages, like emoji eyes, like, what's going on? Um, but as everyone knows... COVID-19 has greatly impacted everyone's lives, and it has specifically impacted Sydney's life. And I'll just let her go ahead and briefly talk about how it has impacted her life. Yeah. Get into the announcement. <laughs> <clears throat> well, as you all know, I was supposed to move to New York back in March, and then the outbreak happened. Um, I had quit my job. I was, uh, you know, applying for jobs in New York, and... Um, so my last day on the job was literally like the weekend <laughs> that everything broke out for COVID and I was supposed to move a week later. So I hadn't secured a position in New York yet. Uh, so I ended up staying in Texas with family for a while. Um, and as COVID, this whole pandemic has gone on, um, my family and I, we've just made the decision to stay in Texas. Um, and when, when that happened, I kind of went back and realized, you know, I wasn't happy with the current career trajectory that I had. And I wanted to go back to school to pursue a degree in psychology and become a licensed professional counselor. So as of right now, I'm in my uh, second semester of school. I have one more semester of undergrad before I go to graduate school. So it's super exciting. I'm really excited about it. Um, but it, it is super, super time consuming. So unfortunately, I'm going to be have to leave the podcast um, <laughs> and leave it in Beth's hands. Um, I will come on as a guest, but uh, yes, between school and studying for my GRE and having a job now and uh, just so many life changes, I just don't have the ability to put 100% into the podcast anymore. I don't think that's fair to Beth or the listeners. Um, and so while I really loved being on the podcast and I still love it, um, I'm going to have to take a step back as of now. Um, so I think next episode is my last book. <laughs> yes. Um, so this is my second to last book. And then I believe that we'll have one more episode after that with me on it. Um, yeah. For Beth just kind of changes it up a little bit <laughs> yes um I I don't want to get into any specifics now since I'm still kind of hammering them out and I want to talk to Sydney about it um you know just to get her input mm -hmm. um I will say as as much as I'm gonna really miss Sydney um I'm also so proud of her for pursuing oh. her dreams and I've already told you this uh but I want to make sure the listeners know that uh, <laughs> I'm extremely proud of you Aww. Uh, and you're going to be an amazing counselor and I'll have to book your services one day for my, <laughs> for my crazy mental self. Yeah. Um, no, just, I'm not crazy. Uh, we're all crazy over. people say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, all that to say, uh, things will be switched up a little bit because it will be different with one host. And so it won't be the same format that we do now. Um, but I'll be sure to kind of give more information in the next episode and the episode after that. And then after our final episode on November 24th together, mm -hmm. 
it will I'll probably use December to kind of regroup and then we'll come I'll come back I said we uh, I'll come back in January um so anyways that's the big announcement and it's huge yes that's the tea um <laughs> so oh. yes I I am I'm really sad to be leaving but um You'll I'm really yeah I'm, I'm so glad one of my one of my best friends so we still talk and stuff so it's not like I'll yeah well not like I see you now damn it yeah you live in a different city <laughs> but you know what I mean uh yes no no I know what you mean I'm yeah I love you <laughs> um I love you so much okay enough mushy stuff <laughs> Getting, getting a little uncomfortable, and I kind of want to cry. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> All right, so moving on. Today, to you know, we're discussing Death on the Nile by Agatha Christie. Um, and we've never done an Agatha Christie book before, so this or was the book first one. Old. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 1937, I think. Actually, let me grab the book and verify. It's- it's it's Public. an oldie, um, and but they're making it into a major motion picture, so that's kind of what caught our eyes and what made us want to read it. Um, this one specifically, yes. Um, but let me let me see if I can pull up some a little quick description about Miss Agatha. So uh, <laughs> I post I have that link there because it was really long. <laughs> yeah, like she has so many. I'm gonna just kind of like run through the highlights here, okay? And it um, looked like she also had a disappearance. So I was like, what? Yes. Wow. Okay. So um, Agatha Christie was a mystery writer who is one of the world's top selling authors with works like Murder on the Orient Express and The Mystery of the Blue Train. Um, who was Agatha Christie? Best-selling author Agatha Christie published her first novel, The Mystery mysterious affair uh at styles in 1920 and went on to become one of the most famous writers in history with mysteries like murder on or murder at the vicarage uh parents in crime and sad cypress she sold billions of copies of her early work and was also a noted uh playwright and romance author so she and also it's crazy that her books it's kind of like sherlock holmes with sir arthur conan doyle they're still read today like people mm-hmm. still enjoy those books. Uh, so I just think that's really cool that she's so successful even today. Yeah. So um, it looks like she did disappear for a couple of days, um, but she just went to. <laughs> she went hotel. to a hotel to get over the fact that her husband was a cheating bastard. So <laughs> Same girl. I would too. Yeah. So pretty much that wasn't card. They made Thebiography.com made it seem like in bold print. Yeah, disappearance. disappearance. <laughs> but it was like a two-day mental getaway for her. Yeah, that's I so. I guess funny. they didn't have cell phones back then, so maybe that is more severe. To just maybe it's a little scary. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to read the book description? <laughs> yes, it's short. Um, mm-hmm. the, the tranquility of a luxury cruise along the Nile was shattered by the discovery that Lynette Ridgeway had been shot through the head. She was young, stylish, and beautiful. A girl who had everything, dot, 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 until she lost her life. Hercule Perrault recalled an earlier outburst by a fellow passenger. I like to put my dear little pistol against her head and just press the trigger. Yet under the searing heat of the Egyptian sun, nothing is ever quite what it seems. A sweeping mystery of love, jealousy, and betrayal, Death on the Nile is one of Christie's most legendary and timeless works. Right. 
Um, yes. I'm curious to know your thoughts. What did um, you think? Of it? What was your overall opinion? Honestly, dude, I did not like it. <laughs> okay, tell me why. I really thought I was going to. Like, I was so excited. I just don't know. I couldn't get into it. Like, uh, I think it might have just been the time or the writing style. Okay, so actually, you know what? I know specifically what did it for me at the beginning. One thing that I've noticed that I don't like in books is when there's, like, so many different points of view, yeah. you know? And I you think, had like, the same the complaint with um, The Guest List. Exactly. And so there were so many different, like, you know, points of view on that specific, like, first, like, what, 60 pages. Uh -huh. um, I think for me, it took until, like, well through halfway of the book for me to be like, ooh, it's interesting, you know, um, like, to get, like, you know, interested in what was going on. I will say, though... <sighs> I, I, I kind of thought I saw like the ending coming. Like I kind of thought, um, I kind of thought it, you know, was going to be Jackie and Simon. I didn't think that like he really loved her. So it was, um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of predictable. What do you think? Okay. So kind of opposite on the spectrum. Um, I, I did enjoy it. I really liked it. Um, I mean, it wasn't like, Oh my God, I'm obsessed. So I was opposite on the spectrum from you in the sense that I really enjoy multiple viewpoints. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know why, but it's, I don't know. So I enjoy, and I also like the murder mystery aspect because it's different from a thriller in mm -hmm. that setting because thrillers, you know, really aren't, you know, it's, there's a, it's like Perot. He, right. you know, was trying to figure out the clues. Uh, what I did, so I did enjoy it. I didn't mind the writing style. What I did not like was how conceited Perot was. Mm -hmm. Very conceited. Um, like, he was well-liked, but also, like, he was very pompous. Like, he, yeah. I know, I like an audience. I know how smart I am. Like, okay, buddy. Um, so that I didn't like. I did like how the women were perceived smart, but they, I didn't like how it was surprising for women to be smart. Right. Um, so I mean, that's was, just the time, though. Like, yes, I mean, it was 1937. I looked it up. <laughs> that's a long time ago. But I did enjoy it, and I'm sorry you didn't like it. I know I really was like, I want to read it. And so, yeah. It's not normal. So I, I get where you're like, oh, disappointed. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I still liked it. I, I gave it a four out of five. I enjoyed it. I'll read another Agatha Christie novel. I definitely will, sure. too, because, like, I feel like maybe I was just a little too hard on it. Um, I don't know. I just give another one a try though because maybe each one's a little different well yeah and so this is part of her hercule perot um like i guess it's like not, it's a series it's a little series like the, all the books there's like 15 books or something that have him as the detective so i might just like try but, one of know, her different he, series or something you know yeah and then there's the the miss marple series mm -hmm. and the tommy and turpid series yes and i don't know the ones that are I know Miss Marple is supposed to be really good. Um so yeah. I, I would like to read Miss Marple to get a woman's perspective. Right. Yeah. I think I tend to enjoy books a little more when the woman is the narrator. Me too. Just honestly. Because I I mean I relate to it easier and I feel like for most most of the time women viewpoints except for Riley Sager, women void viewpoints are wit written from a female's perspective and so they tend to be more realistic. Right. Although Riley Sager does a good job as, of being a woman. 
uh, yeah. perspective, writing from a woman's perspective. Yeah, no, that's true too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we already talked about our overall opinions. Um, so do you want to just talk about the mystery a little bit and the characters? Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I know you said it was predictable. I, I thought it was predictable because to me it was like, who else would do it? Yeah, and I, I kind of felt like, okay, Jackie was, you know, down on her luck, and then all of a sudden, like, a couple months later, Simon's married, and, like, Jackie's, like, stalking them. Like, I just, I don't know, and it just felt like, to me, um, you know, like, even though, yes, Simon was right when he was like, well, the police aren't going to do anything about it. Like, I just felt like he didn't reassure Jackie enough to make her, not Jackie, sorry, um, not enough to make her feel secure. And I think that's kind of why she reached out to the detective to, you know, get his opinion on it, because she didn't feel secure in that, you know, that relationship where I feel like personally my I would want my boyfriend to make me feel more secure <laughs> if yeah I, if his ex-girlfriend sure. was stalking him like I would you know I would want some more of that even I don't know I just thought that was a little and weird also don't you think it was a little weird maybe I maybe I misread this but I'm pretty sure weren't Simon and Jackie already planning on going to Egypt yes so they were engaged yes. And I like, thought that was weird to force Lynette to go. Exactly. So I felt like maybe they had too much research or something. Um, and I mean, obviously, like, you know, it's a murder mystery. I think if I had gone into it, like not knowing it was a murder mystery, I don't think I would have like guessed, you know, or like had that suspicion. I would have been like, wow, she's crazy. Yeah. But like, yeah, I feel like maybe they did some research. That's why they were able to get away with what they ended up doing. Um so I don't know, but I, I felt like that was pretty obvious. I felt like there were, uh, there was like a mother and son duo that I didn't really feel like was necessary to the storyline. Did you? Um. So the only time it became necessary was when, you know, Hercule Hercule tried to make him feel like, like tried to blame like tried to throw the reader off and make it seem like it was the son because he was part of the jewel theft. Right. Yeah. That but honestly that was kind of unnecessary and also Cornelia's character was kind of uh -huh. unnecessary to me. Um I I kept like thinking well maybe it's Cornelia which doesn't make sense but I was like what is her point in the story? It, I guess it makes sense. This is 1930s like she wrote this in 1930. So she, you know, she's probably very very like I don't know like it's new for that time where we've read so many books where we're like, okay, that's character. Like that character means nothing, you know, like, but maybe at the time in the 1930s, when this came out, this was like revolutionary that she like was able to throw you off and you didn't know who it was going to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe so. You're right. Uh, Cause she is the mother of mystery. Exactly. I think what she's called. Yeah. Um, and I will say maybe Cornelia's character so I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Knives Out. Yes, I was thinking that too. <laughs> she's like the goody to like okay, Knives Out is a very similar yes. type book to like Agatha Christie Sherlock Holmes. Exactly, There's the detective, uh -huh. and I love that's why I love that movie, and I did enjoy the book for that reason. Although it's easier to follow along on the movie, I think. Yeah. Um, it took me a minute. I had to read slower in those first sixty pages or whatever when it was introducing. So I just looked up, and this is so crazy that we both thought of Knives Out. I just looked up Knives Out, Agatha Christie. So basically, Knives Out 
was based off of Agatha Christie's like novels um, and kind of was just like he based off the detective and knives out off of uh, Detective Hercules. Okay. okay, that makes sense. All right, everyone. I apologize for that abrupt in- ending. We experienced some technical difficulties. Um, but where we left off, we were discussing the article about Knives Out and how the author of the like Knives Out script based it on Agatha Christie novels. Um, and so I think that we really wanted to discuss the Death on the Nile 2020 film cast, right? Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, sounds great. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm really excited about it. I love Gal Gadot, so I'm really oh excited God. that she's Lynette. I think she's perfect (laughs) she's the most like she's spectacular so she she can play so many different kinds of roles um so I'm really excited to see her play a socialite when I'm used to seeing her like play in Fast and Furious where she's badass or Wonder Woman where again she's a badass yeah (laughs) um is that what I said yeah okay yeah yeah Um, no it's 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 yes i'm excited to see her different side and um i don't i don't really know who army hammer is but like he's cute he played okay no army hammer played in that really cute uh retelling of snow white with lily collins Mm. Mm, Um, i didn't see that oh my god it's so cute and i think he oh and he played in um Oh my god, he's on the basis of sex. That's who he is. He's, oh my god, he's RPG's husband. No wonder, he's so cute. (laughs) No, he's so handsome. Army Mm -hmm. Hammer. Oh, Mirror Mirror. He played the prince in Mirror Mirror. Mm. And then he played in Lone Ranger. uh, And other films that I can't think of. But no, he's very handsome. Yeah. Classic. Although some of the people that they're so like when I pull up the Death on the Nile script, not uh-huh. script, ugh, like I have that, um, the film cast. <laughs> <laughs> if I had the script, I would be like, the make it more money, you know? Yeah, right. I had all, have all the ends, but they have people I don't recognize. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, I was I like, who is this character? <laughs> I think that they are changing it because of this. Like, I have no idea mm-hmm. who Euphemia is. Mm-hmm. And then there's like Andrew something that I don't mm-hmm. recognize. Um, right. And they don't really have like, what was his name? It was Colonel what? And like, they don't have him on Colonel here. Colonel Race. I don't yeah. see him, but there are some unnamed people. But I'm right. wondering if they just changed it up and not they're not going to have some of the people. Maybe. Um, and then I don't see Cornelia listed. Um, I mean, she really didn't play much of a part. Um, right. But interesting to see. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Rose Leslie is going to be Louise. <laughs> it's, I finally understand who like Game of Thrones characters are because I finally watched it during quarantine. Yes. I haven't finished it all yet because I had to give myself a break. Um, yeah of course it, yes. I mean it's a lot so I it's was okay. so sad when she died Neat. <laughs> that's so <laughs> off topic but I was like no she, I know she wanted to kill Jon Snow but her and Jon Snow were Snow <laughs> how Aww. she said Snow 
Sorry, we're Should really I... off topic there. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, um, <laughs> Jinx. Um, but no, I'm really excited to see how they interpret the book because I, I mean, it's normal for them to change things. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what all they change. Um, Me too. That'll be an interesting thing to see. So I know you, Do you actually, know when it comes out. Okay, originally it was supposed to come out in October, but now it's December. So I don't know. Oh, COVID has like changed a lot of her release dates. Yeah, like I remember the woman in the window was supposed to come out and that never came out. Yeah, I wonder if it'll ever come out. I don't know because I, I read that it had like bad critic reviews. Like it just wasn't. Well, I, I think too, the author had that scandal. Um, uh huh. So who knows? I mean, they made this movie and spent all this money. I mean, at least release it. <laughs> Let yeah. us see. Let us decide. Right. Um, Let us decide if it was worth it or not. Oh, and Amy Adams is in it. She's spectacular. So, <sighs> so okay. Crazy. So I know you mentioned Colonel Race, how he wasn't listed, but I actually also want to talk another thing about Colonel Race. Mm-hmm. His and Perot's relationship in the book was so strange. So he yeah. runs into this guy on the boat, Colonel Race, and apparently they know each other. Maybe he's lived in other books. You know, I don't know. I haven't read enough Agatha Christie books to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's hilarious how Perot will just like be like, do you understand what I'm getting at, Colonel? And he'll be like, no. And it's just, is just so like anticlimactic a little bit anticlimactic uh-huh. um like he just he's almost like just doesn't get anything so i don't really know his point in the book right either. what did you think of their relationship um i yeah i think i agree with like the whole like batman robin thing i thought it was so funny he's like just tell me <laughs> <laughs> and hercules was like it's obvious <laughs> But, okay, so he's one. I know we mentioned this earlier. He's a conceited fella, Hercules. Oh yeah, and I feel like he just wanted to have the big reveal. And at the end of the book, uh, when he finally does do the big reveal to Colonel Race, the Doctor, uh, Rosalie, and Cornelia, he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I do like an audience." And so he just right. has the reveal. He reveals who like to like these people. Audience. <laughs> right and then he's Aww. like i guess we better go tell the people we know they did it and i'm like okay 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 thanks <laughs> you're just like mm, okay yeah no yeah and he kind of like let everybody get away with it oh my god like, like he didn't he, do enough well he yeah. knew okay so at the end, I guess we'll go ahead and reveal. At the very end, Jacqueline is caught. Um, Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline, I know. And Simon are caught. Simon's on a cot because he had a nervous breakdown. And he's like, I'm so sorry, Jacqueline. I yeah. really messed up. And she's like, yeah. it's okay. And then she takes a gun and shoots him. And then she's like. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Ooh, sorry. But I mean, that's what sorry. she does. And then she yeah. turns and looks at Perot, smiles, and, like, shoots herself. And then oh Perot was like, I knew about her gun the whole time. And I'm like, well, damn it. Why didn't you do right? something? Yeah, like, why did you not help? 
I don't know. He's he's special. He wanted to just be the only one to know, I guess. So <laughs> a little no. rude that he just let some murderers get away with it, but they murdered a lot of people. By the end of the book, five people were dead. Seriously. And it's like I if you like, knew, why did you just let all these people die, man? Like what's I, wrong I with ex- you? I was just expecting like one murder. And then right. all these, the body count just kept rising. I'm like, okay. The body count. <laughs> I mean, that's a little dramatic. But the body count. Christie, it's not dramatic. Was, she Reality. was writing some intense stuff in 1930s. I thought it, okay, I thought it was so weird that randomly, like, just something would happen. Like, at the beginning of the book, it was so confusing. Like, from one chapter, you know, they're talking about, oh, what's Lynette doing? Like, here's Lynette. And then the next chapter, it's like, Lynette's on her honeymoon. It's like, what the fuck? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, like you didn't get to see, oh, like, the, like, progression of these other events. It was kind of weird. What did you think? Yeah. No, I agree. It was an interesting way to write. Because, like you said, like, we would find out, like, at the very beginning, they were introducing all of the characters. And then Agatha Christie, suddenly, in chapter two, it they were in a complete, they were in Egypt, and she was married. Um, and right. they didn't explain how she got from point A to point <laughs> B. And then... It's literally like, she, like, meets Simon. Next thing we know, she's married to him. Yes. And then later on in the book, like halfway through, I think that's when the murder happened. Like Mm -hmm. Lynette, all you know is that she's in bed and that Simon was shot in the leg and Jacqueline had a nervous breakdown. Jacqueline. I'm just saying her (laughs) name. I'm just picturing it the way Hercule would say it. Um, And then suddenly you find out in the next chapter, like the first or second sentence I forget is like, Lynette Widgeway is dead. Or Lynette Doyle is dead. And you're like, wait, what? Simon was shot. Why is Lynette dead? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. So there were some things that I, I, like you were saying, like, I'm not used to this style of writing. I mean, I still Mm -hmm. really enjoy the book. Right. The awkward, like, the abrupt point, like, no no like discussion of what how people got there and i mean i guess guess that was the mystery Mm -hmm. like what happened between that point right still like you kind of like in the modern thrillers and i'm not trying to compare it i guess right but i'm not saying one is better than the other (laughs) i'm comparing but i'm not saying one is better than the other but nowadays generally you're like you find out the person is murdered, but you still don't know how it happened. But here right. you don't have any information. You just, they, right. you hear, it's like you're overhearing a conversation about Lynette being dead. And it's you're like, kind of red. what? Yes. Yes, I totally agree. Yes. It's like you're overhearing conversations talking about the characters. It's like, it was very weird. Um, yes. Um, and most of the time it was being narrated by Perot and Colonel Race chit-chatting um, right so i mean those mm. were some interesting things that happened in the mm-hmm. book but i mean as as we said I, overall i did enjoy the book and i am excited to read more agatha christie novels yes i will definitely be giving a different series a chance and i'll let you know <laughs> i'll For circle sure. back <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to try. I want to try Mrs. Marple. Yes. Um, because I want to read from the. I want to read her feminine viewpoint. I want to see how yeah. that differs. I want to see I if know. they if she writes Mrs. Marple as conceited as yeah. Hercules as Hercules. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm excited for our next discussion of holidays and then our farewell episode. I know. I don't know why my voice got so high. <laughs> it was a little weird. It was emotion, Beth. It was emotion. You, you're right. You're right. I'm an emotional person. All right. Well, you. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Um, thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, girl. Be sure to listen to our next and final episodes together discussing In a Holidays by Christina Lauren, which will premiere on November 10th, and our farewell episode, which will premiere on November 24th. Send us any questions or book ideas to sincerelypod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at sincerelysbpod. Sincerely, Sid. And Beth.